G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Spending a little more time today talking about one ministry which is making a huge impact in the lives of so many people around the world. I'm talking about Walk Through the Bible with a unique approach to how we learn the Scriptures uh, using metaphors and hand signs to be able to communicate uh, to us personally so we understand and what a great method it is too for helping other people to understand the Bible. And of course things are happening in Australia in a significant way with Walk Through the Bible and Overflowing Our Shores. Al Watson, the CEO for Walk Through the Bible, back with us again today. Hi, Al. Welcome back to 2020. Thank you very much, Neil. Fabulous to be here. You've had some wonderful travels of recent times. Uh, you've been to Japan, and I know that Walk Through the Bible, it's uh, its happening internationally, many, many countries around the world. Uh, whereabouts is Walk Through the Bible operating? Just uh, give us a quick idea of how the expansion's happening. Well, 40 million people plus have done Walk Through over the last 40 years worldwide. We're in over 100 countries in the world. And um, the work in Asia uh, is where my heart is, uh, or Australasia. Um, I had an invitation to go with uh, the Franklin Graham crusade that was in Tokyo last November with Samaritan's Purse. And uh, the chairman of the Australian Samaritan Purse is a good friend of mine, and he asked me would I come, uh, share in the crusade, be part of that. And then I said I want to stay on a week further to rebirth walkthrough in Japan because it was there many, many years ago. And I believe if anywhere needs uh, an understanding of the Bible, it's Japan. What, less than 1% of Christians in that country talk to any pastor who has built a church there. And their greatest problem is when Christians, newborn believers get the Bible, it just doesn't make sense to them. They've got no frame of reference at all to understand it. So that's what Walkthrough does. Now, we were able to teach uh, three groups of people uh, in Tokyo, one and then out of Tokyo, a Bible school is about uh, 50 there. Uh, they were pastors in training plus pastors. They combined. And then I went way down to the very southern island of uh, Japan and taught about 80 people there, 80 pastors from different churches in the southern part of Japan. Going back, God willing, next year to do New Testament with them. And they've already uh, in Japan, they've already set aside a person to do it full time in Japan uh, as a Christian ministry. Pretty excited about that. Other places we've been, uh, I go to Nepal. Nepal to me is just an incredible place where you see the power of the gospel. I know devastated by the earthquake. I mean, I saw, I was there after the earthquake and you saw uh, everywhere in Kathmandu just buildings collapsed, totally collapsed and destroyed. Many, many people died. But in the midst of all of that, there's a powerful, powerful witness for the gospel. And uh, I remember meeting people, one man uh, in a church, um, his name is Pastor Raju, and his father was a young punk, a young drug and a gun runner as a young teenager. He married, his wife was 13, I think he said, and he was 14 when he first married, had multiple children, but because they were born too young and she was too young, she had internal bleeding all the time. 
and she was dying and the father, despite his alcohol and despite his lifestyle and his anger, he cared enough for her to find help for her, took her to Hindu witch doctors, took her to medical people. Nothing could save her. Nothing could change. And then he heard about this Christian man that prayed and people got better. So he went to him and kept on going back over three months and she was healed, totally healed. And he came to faith in Christ. So he comes back into this home, transformed, literally transformed. And his son, who at that stage, Raju, was just a young teenager, living the same kind of life as his father had modeled out for him. He saw this transformation in his dad. He was no longer angry. He was no longer beating up his wife. He was no longer beating up the kids. What the heck had happened to him? And so obviously in time, Raju became a believer. And he said this to me when he said, when I saw the difference that Jesus made to my father, I wanted to serve him for the rest of my life. And he has. He's got over there a, a church network. He's got um, a school that has uh, 600 kids in it. 500 of those are little girls that have been rescued from the sex trade of India and the brothels in Nepal. Now, these are not consenting adults. These are kids uh, 9, 10, 11, 12 years of age. You have to recognize in Nepal and also India, being a Hindu country, it's a caste system. And the Badi people are what we call the untouchables to the untouchables. And these are the people that they're worthless. Uh, they take the approach. Well, next cycle around, evidently their their belief system is that every 83 or 84 years, you come back as a human being. So next time you might have a better luck. But this time, this is your lot. Don't worry, you'll die soon, but you'll get the circle going again. Al, when you're in these circumstances, uh, a different cultural group and they're responding to some of the same sorts of methods that you use. Mm. Uh, you've got these hand signs mm. and uh, and I guess the metaphors uh, in English or in their own language, they have the same sort of meaning where they draw an association to these things of the Bible. So people in these other cultures are picking up the Bible in a powerful way mm. using these methods that you use with Walk Through the Bible. Well, many of them have never had the story of the Bible presented to them. I mean, they know who Jesus is. They've seen what God has done through other people's lives who believe in Jesus, so they embrace Jesus. And then the only other thing they have are songs, because they sing, they sing, they sing. But as, you know, as the Bible says, uh, not only do you come to faith through the message of the Bible, but you also grow your faith from the Bible. It's like the writer to, uh, um, to the Hebrews says, it's like meat and, and you've got to get into it. But then remember what Peter said. He said it's like milk. So both spectrums of the diet, milk and meat, these people don't have that. And most of them that I've worked with were illiterate. They couldn't read. Uh, at least 80% of them there that I've taught were illiterate. But here they have for the first time these fabulous stories. And as you go through them, you see all these stories teach us about Jesus. For example, when we talked about uh, coming out of Egypt and the Passover, well, what's that all about? It's really a, a, a picture of Jesus Christ. We're slaves to sin, like they were slaves in Egypt. We suffer all the consequences of slavery. Have a look at our broken homes and everything around us in our country or any country in the world. And then something happens to bring them out. And that, of course, is the picture of a lamb that's been slain, blood applied to the side of the doors and the top. And God made this promise. He was going to pass over. And if he saw the blood, 
he would pass over and judgment wouldn't be upon the people. The blood was saving them. And this became a picture of Jesus because Jesus, remember John the Baptist said, hey, there's the Lamb of God. He takes away the sin of the world. Okay, he's our Lamb of God. When we take the life and the sacrifice of Jesus and apply it to our lives, then God passes over us. There's not judgment. Then what do you get? You come into coming over the Red Sea. It opens up. They're taken down to the place where uh, Mount Sinai, where God gives them the law. But on that journey, a significant thing happens. They run out of water. And Moses is told to smite the rock. The New Testament says that that rock was Jesus. And out of that rock flowed this river of water that quenched their thirst. But what was that about? That was about the Holy Spirit. You see, the water of life that is within us, Jesus said that to uh, the woman at the well. He spoke to her about the water of life. Remember in John chapter 7, where you got this festival of thirsty people, and he said, out of your innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. And this is what he spoke about the Holy Spirit. So here's a picture of smiting the rock, outcoming water that would quench their thirst. And that's a picture of the Holy Spirit. So you've come out of Egypt. You've been saved by Jesus. The next thing you've got to recognize is the Holy Spirit in your life, quenching your thirst, growing you in your faith, comes to the uh, Mount Sinai where he's given the law and the tabernacle. Well, the tabernacle is a picture of, uh, I call it the God box in there. As God looks down from this God box, there's a, a golden a lid, and inside the lid, can you remember what was put in there? There was the Ten Commandments, there was Aaron's rod that budded, and there was, what else? The manna. And those three things, as God looked down, they became symbols. What off? Well, God's provision, the manna. Now, we totally ignore the things that God gives us every day. He says, leadership is Aaron's rod that budded. That was the symbol of who really is the leadership? Because these other guys said, hey, who gave Aaron the right to be the boss? And so God says, well, you bring your staff, the symbol of your leadership, put it down there, and I'll show you who I select as leader. And all of a sudden, Aaron's staff, a bit of wood, started to bud into flowers. And that was God's way of saying, well, this is my leader. Well, when we, God looks down and he sees how we ignore his leadership in life, and then, of course, what's the other one? The Ten Commandments, God's law. And we totally reject his moral laws in life. So then when you put blood over the top of that, a sacrifice, no longer does God see our behavior. No longer can, will God judge us because the blood becomes a symbol. So all of these little pictures are pictures that teach us our faith. And when these Nepalese people uh, grab this and you teach them bit by bit, I always say through an interrupter, but I think you'd call it an interpreter, <laughs> Uh, they, their eyes light up because they're discovering not only who Jesus is, but what he has done and how he cares for their life and how he protects them in their life and how he deals with their failures because we're all people of failure. We're not sinless, but we do sin less, but we're not sinless. And so these struggles that they have, uh, they're rectified by teaching. So when someone does the walk through the Bible seminar, mm -hmm. it's obviously going to be helpful, not only for our own retention, for our mm -hmm. own understanding and uh, bringing all of those associations together, remembering some context from those Bible stories. Mm -hmm. But if you're involved in any sort of ministry, whether it's children's ministry or teenage ministry or cross-cultural, if you're involved in some level of mission activity with your local church, these sorts of things are going to help you to be able to communicate these truths from the Bible. Bible. Huge, huge. And we've got, we've got now a walk through 
uh, translated into Japanese, into Vietnamese. We're getting it translated into Cambodian. We've got it into Filipino. I mean, you name me the language, and I think we'd have it in those languages. And we have it for anyone who's working in those language groups here within Australia. What they need to do is come back to us. They need to learn how to teach walkthrough in English with us training them, but they then will be given the tools in the language, their mother tongue language, to teach it to their people. I'm desperate for people that want to have a that have a passion for God and His Word, that want to learn how to do this. I'll train them and give it to them, and they can go loose and let them go and see what happens as a result of that. Well, you're running seminars in various places all around Australia, and no doubt if people were connecting with you today, you'd be able to make an appointment to be part of what they're doing, and you can set mm-hmm. something up. I'll give you the website. It's called Walk Through the Bible. The website is walkthrough, W-A-L-K-T-H-R-U dot org dot A-U. That's walkthrough.org.au. Al Watson is the CEO of Walk Through the Bible in Australia. Al, good insights and all the best with all this expansion that's going on. Thanks for being with us again today on 2020. And God bless all your listeners, Neil. Thanks kindly. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.